So, <laughs> welcome to Casplosion, where we have one half and one half of a whole brain cell. Hello. Hi, I'm Raina. Hi, I'm Molly. Okay, so, <laughs> let's talk about K-pop, Korean pop music, how it came to be, why it's blowing up right now in the U.S., what it's done to us in our wallets. <laughs> yes. So, K-pop, Korean pop music, uh, basically started late 90s. Uh, started getting some popularity in the U.S., but not really. Um, I would say probably about, like, I guess 10 years ago? I'd say about 2010 Yeah, it's when they kind of came over, because that's when, like, the Wonder Girls came over and started to kind of blow up here. Yeah, that's true. You know, they toured with the Jonas Brothers. They did? They opened for the Jonas Brothers, yeah. What? Yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess that's where when it really started coming over to the U.S., because I know before there was, like, uh, let's say, Ataji and the Boys. Yeah. Um, I know Boa came out in like early two thousands. The God, one of the groups. I think so. It's like a nineties group. Yeah, the the nineties. Before our time. Yeah, before our time. But like, I remember my first like K-pop interaction was Boa's "Eat You Up." Oh. On like, I saw like on Team Nick uh, music video, and it was just so weird. But it it was in English, so of course, like I I was just bopping along to the song, having fun with it, and then I pretty much stopped following k-pop until yeah like maybe 2013 ish when i heard i am the best by 21 mm-hmm. so i don't know it's it's been a big part of my life like so far yeah i would say that my first kind of interaction was it when uh wonder girls had their little movie on nickelodeon oh like, my god i remember that back when remember that yeah. yeah it was like my first interaction i watched it and i really didn't know what k-pop was because they all their performances were in english so i was like okay they're just an english group and then kind of looked into it and i was like oh not an english group k-pop got it oh my god now that you mentioned that i i do remember yeah. that yeah and i like kind of similar to you like i fell out of touch with it until about uh 2014 when my friend showed me Hyuna's music video for Bubble Pop. Oh, the music video is so cute. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what this is. And then yeah. here we are now. Yeah, it's like my friend showed me I'm Best by 21. And then it spiraled <laughs> into me seeing a Fine Brothers video react to, like, people react to K-pop. Mm-hmm. And, of course, BTS's Dope was oh. on there. And then one thing Good led one. to another. And in 2015 of June, June of 2015, I mean, I became obsessed with BTS, I became ARMY, and my entire life changed. Yeah. And I became, uh, so weird, weirder than usual. <laughs> like, I was ar- I was already a bit of an outcast of a person. Like, yeah. let's be real, I was. And then all of a sudden I got another niche interest. Like, I already love anime, I already love, like, manga, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden I get to loving K-pop. Yeah. And I start telling people this and they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. And now, all these years later... Everyone knows who BTS is. Yeah. People know who Blackpink is. Like, it's true. So I'm just like, how did we get to this point mm-hmm. of everyone knowing, at least knowing who BTS is? Because like now people think like K-pop is BTS. I'm like, no. There's so <laughs> there's there's such this like like BTS is like the only K-pop group, which is not true. There's so many groups, and they're coming out on like honestly by like the dozen every single day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In 20 2015 is when I like fell like head over heels for a group called GOT7. Like, love them so much, and then here I am, like, strong, I gotta say, to this day. Can't wait to see them this month. I know, I'm jealous you're going. Ah. Say, tell Jackson I love him. Will do, don't worry. (laughs) Was just like, how do you, why do you think BTS got so popular so quickly? I think because Big Hit really knew what they were doing. They knew how to, they kind, I think they might have looked back as to what 
previous groups that have come to the U.S. were kind of like with Wonder Girls, kind of like looked and see uh, to see how they kind of infiltrated the U.S. and like Western music and everything. And I think their biggest hit was when they did with I think it was specifically DNA. Oh yeah. It was such like it was almost Western influenced, and it kind of was this twist on like it wasn't anything like K-pop stars were doing. It was yeah. very like whimsical in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even though like K-pop music does have that whimsical aspect, BTS just, it just it was just different. I know because even I remember when they did Blood Sweat and Tears and they came oh. out with DNA and I'm like DNA is so different from it Blood Sweat and Tears. Really, and it was very different from their previous stuff. Like everything for with Run and Fire and you know like there just it was it was a complete transition like bright colorful like fun I know. Like, like they're usually doing like these dark concepts. Like, Shuga's, like, talking about his depression, and like, honestly, and that was heavy. just like, yay, we love each other, brother. We're in each other's DNA. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they did the, the, um, with Designer and Steve Aoki, and then kind I, of infiltrated. They really, they really did. did. Like. And now, like, all these American artists, like, want to work with them, and the I'm like, K-pop spies. They're so spies. here. I know. <laughs> but it's strange, because I'm like, I think. Along with like big hit, big hit, big hits, um, BTS's management company, yep. um, I think the reason that they blew up so quickly is because of the fans. Oh yeah, because Army are very pronounced. So Everybody knows Army. Oh, you we, go on Twitter and people are like, "Don't mess with Army." Because <laughs> like, we're because we're freaking crazy. Oh, we no. will literally probably commit murder. Oh, good God! No, she's <laughs> kidding. She's kidding. She's not actually gonna do that. Just kidding. But I I know like when BTS first started out. They had, like, a really huge following on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, they started out really Instagram, promoting themselves, and they had a whole lot of fan interaction. Yeah. And they still do to this day have a whole lot of fan interaction. And I think it's from that that they got the love and support they got now and why they blew up so definitely, much. Definitely, definitely. And because the fans made campaigns a lot for them, mm-hmm. and fans would subtitle their videos. Fans would, like, I don't know, just really push BTS, because I think BTS fought, like, the popularity came from word of mouth. Let's be honest. In the very beginning, um... BTS was so heavily promoted because of ARMY. It wasn't That's really a big hit. It was ARMY it who was, was doing the promoting. Yeah, because I can remember, like, being a part of some campaigns and just, like, pushing their stuff out yeah. there. I introduced so many people to BTS. Same. Because yep. I was just like, you need to listen to this group. They're amazing. Then, like, you need to listen to 21. You listen to the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I got so many friends and friendships from But I also, like, got a lot Same. of weird looks. Oh, you're, like, you're you, going to. Oh, I got so many weird looks. I remember once I was playing a game with some of my coworkers, kind of like a get-to-know-you game, and mm-hmm. it was like you link arms with someone that you have a commonality with. Mm-hmm. So I said my thing was, I really like K-pop. Not a single yep. person got out. And I'm like, oh, my God, did I just put myself into this dark hole? Because then, like, even to this day, certain people <laughs> still make fun of us for loving <laughs> K-pop. <laughs> a certain person that we will shout name, leave nameless still makes fun of us for really loving K-pop. But it's just like... It's this thing that, like, really blew up because of the internet, yeah, because definitely. of, like, people being so social prominent, media social media, and, and fandoms, like, fan culture. Oh, fan culture is intense. It is, because, like, because like, most people know of, like, you know, anime fan culture, because, yeah. like, the okay. weebs, as the they were, the weebs. I am a weeb, I admit. <laughs> I'm an otaku, but. Love that. Isn't it so different, because, like, if you look at, like, fans of, like, I don't know, like, Ariana Grande. The Ariana, the Arianators. Yeah, that thing. If you look at the Arianators, and then you look at like Directioners. <laughs> but if you look at them and compare them to what's another fandom? I don't want to just say Army. Uh, uh, what's another crazy fandom? The Blinks. Uh, oh, you can do um XOLs. XOLs, yeah. Yeah. There's like 
and the thing is though is when you get invested in these groups and you become one like part of this fandom you're not just getting this group you're also getting a family in a uh-huh. sense you make so many connections through these people that's how we became friends oh yeah like we literally became friends because i looked at your phone screen and i saw <laughs> i saw Nandu and i was like i was like who's that and you're just like it's my baby and i was like oh we friends now we we we, like, we in this yeah. now <laughs> we friends for life but even yeah like i i'm a part of like maybe four like bts groups on facebook mm-hmm. and i'm friends with so many people from that like there's this girl named her name, her name is Mia. She lives in, like, kind of, like, Jersey, but really close to, New, up, like, yeah. New York, like, New York City. Mm-hmm. We became friends like that because yeah. she just said, I'm 24. I live in this area. I want more mm-hmm. friends who, who live in, like, the general tri area. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is right here, right now. We we're can friendship. be friends. We we're, ha- friendship. we're a friendship now. That's exactly what happened to me. Like, I can say that half of my really good friends I met because of K-pop. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, last year, was put in a group chat with, like, 60 other people because we were all planning to go to the New York City show, Forgot 7. And all of a sudden, I started to develop a friendship with, like, 10 of these people. And I talk to them every day. We're in a group chat together. We're always texting, Snapchatting, doing whatever through social media. And I think people have this misconception that all you do is talk about K-pop. Like, no. Like, no. there's, like, a deeper connection than just that. Exactly. Like, like, it may start off very surface level. Like, hey, we like the same group. Like, who's your bias? All yeah. Things. But, no, it turns into this family of people who will literally do anything for you and make you feel mm-hmm. so happy. Because there, there are people that will come into our Facebook group for BTS and say, we just had a family member pass away. We really mm-hmm. need some support. And everyone's just, like, it's just flooding them with yep, messages of love definitely. and just wanting to be supportive. Mm-hmm. Like, along with me and friends, I met my boyfriend because of BTS. Like, the reason that we started talking to each other is because we Mm -hmm. literally both like BTS. And then it turned into us going to two two K-pop concerts together, Blackpink and BTS. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's so much more. It's how I'm in Westchester, honestly. Because this group chat that I got put into last year, I was just like, hey guys, like, should I check out the school? What do you think? And everyone encouraged me to, and everyone was giving me this motivation, you know? Like, they're like, we believe in you, you got this, and I honestly think that if I didn't have these people encouraging me to go to Westchester to visit the program, to meet Miss Jackie Hodes, Queen Jackie, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be in Pennsylvania, wouldn't be pursuing my career, and I honestly can thank them every day for that. Exactly. And I think that's when, like, that's when it breaks the service level. Like, K-pop does so much, and mm-hmm. it introduces so much. Yeah. Because I, I think the community is, like, a little... I feel like it's different from, like, American-based, like, artists, like, mm-hmm. communities. I don't know really know what it is, but it's just, like, this... Because I think with American-based, like, Western music, when it comes to, like, the like the fandoms and stuff like that, it's, like, a competition. Mm. Who goes to more, more shows? Who has more merchandise? Who has met them? You know what I mean? It's more of a competition where it's, like, in K-pop, it's just, like, we all just really enjoy this music. And mm. we all just enjoy screaming our lungs out not knowing the words whatsoever because ugh, i can't speak <laughs> Korean. but and you then, best believe we know the fan chant. i'm trying <laughs> um and it's like it's a bonding moment whereas western it's just like you're by yourself mm-hmm. like you don't like i can tell you like i grew i 
was I One Direction fan. Like that was who I was mm-hmm. before Same all this. Here. Same and here. I never once gained any friends from being a One Direction fan. Yeah, neither did I. Like it was like a competition, and like everybody hated each other, and it was like you're a fake fan, you're a fake fan. But then like when it comes to K-pop, it's like oh you like this group, me too. Let's talk. Let's talk to each other about like mm-hmm. who our biases. By the way, guys, bias it means like who's your favorite member of the group. But you Wanna still put love that in there. But you still love all the members you love equally. All of them equally. You love them all equally, but you still have a bias. It's very confusing. It's weird. And you have bias records, which is the person that like. Like challenges your bias, like and like don't be sitting there being like, oh, I only I only really like this person because that <laughs> that will get you attacked. <laughs> that's a that's a beat down right there. <laughs> and you do oh you do not want a Twitter you don't want to oh want a Twitter fandom. view oh there's some social media right there. Do not post anything on social media that you cannot back up when it comes to K-pop <laughs> because they will come for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will like you know my time like I was talking to you earlier about it like there's so many people who are like block this account, delete this account, like get this account like we they're saying stuff. That they shouldn't. They're attacking somebody. And it's, like, one of those moments where it's, like, you don't know this person personally, but still want to protect them. Exactly. <laughs> like, how many times have we said, we will put our lives on the line for people we I'll throw myself in front of a car with this person. <laughs> uh, that's uh, me forever. All the members of CLC. Me! me. <laughs> but it's, like, I don't know. When I got into K-pop, um, even with anime and stuff, it was more so... The communities I found online mm-hmm. and that spilled over to my real life, mm-hmm. they made me feel like I mattered. Yeah, definitely. They gave me this community that I didn't have growing up. Because growing up, growing up, I'll be honest, I was an outcast. I didn't have any friends. Yep. I had, like, two friends. That's Love it. That. Like, honestly, you really only need two friends. You don't need yeah. that many. But, you know, sometimes you want more. You want more people to have that those connections. You want a variety. You want a variety of friends. <laughs> you want more people from all walks of life. Exactly. So, so getting involved with, like, online communities is the way that... I found those people. And, mm-hmm. like, eventually I found those people, like, in real life, too. But it was just great meeting those people online because then, like, you get introduced to, like, people from, like, across the globe. Like, I've talked yeah. to people who were, like, in Korea. Well, look at like, when we went to NCT and we met Amanda, who is from Australia. Exactly. I'm like, like, she came all the way to New Jersey to see this group. And we were like, that's commitment. Exactly. Like, that's a whole plane ride. She's a sweetheart. She was so, she was so sweet. I know. I want to. I want to meet her again. She was so mainly sweet. so we can hear her accent. Literally, I I told her I was like, keep talking, please. Exactly. <laughs> but even then, that concert was so much fun. Cause like, do you remember like, how many people we just randomly talked to? We didn't know any oh of their names. Oh my god! All the people around us when we okay when we got moved to new seats and then we were just talking to everyone around us and we were just bebopping with the people behind us. We were just like, mm, mm, get it, get it, ugh. That was a good time. That was a good time. We need to go to more concerts so, together. But yes, agreed. Um, but, oh, my God. Yeah, but just looking around friends I've made, uh, how many people I find that are more like me, because, I don't know, even people who are older, because yeah. in the groups that I'm in, I see women who are, like, women and men, mm-hmm. who are, like, in their 50s and 60s saying oh. that they love these groups. Yeah. They want to have friends, because they're like, they're like, my kids don't understand me. I'm just like come to us yeah well i have right i here. have my friend candy she's in her 40s and she's like i love bts and she's like this is like my light on my darkest day and i'm like if that doesn't show you how much these groups can impact people's lives then i don't know what to tell you mm-hmm. and like i can definitely tell you like thinking about like identity development like this helped me figure out who i was oh yeah because like there's certain songs that i'm like i listen to that and i'm like thank you so you understand you get it mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like stray kids for example um, they have this song called Insomnia, and it's all about the inability to, like, you can't sleep. Like, you're just, it's constantly going, constantly mm-hmm. moving. And, like, I was like, wow, like, I felt that. Like, I relate to that. Yeah. That's how I, I deal with every night, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so nice to know, like, I feel like too many, like, Western 
artists, for example, they their music is just like, oh, I'm merch, I'm merch, I'm merch, I have money, I have girls, I have this, I have that, you know what I mean? But then you get, like, K-pop, where it's like, people listen to it, they're like, I don't know what they're saying, but it's like, if you look at the lyrics, if you read the English translation lyrics, it's like intense, deep it's stuff. Intense. It's depression, it's anxiety, it's struggling with school, it's struggling with friends, it's struggling with family. It's struggling with yourself. Like, it's a lot. And, like, yeah. usually a lot of those songs, like, it's in Western music, there's something like the smaller artists that, like, people don't listen to. Yeah. I'm like, okay, listen to the smaller artists because they have Give some... Give them a chance. They have some amazing, amazing music out there. Oh, Olivia O'Brien, check her out. Amazing. Oh, Haley Kyoko. Yeah. <laughs> Lesbian Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> but, no, I hate when people... Like, okay, so my niece is 13, and mm-hmm. she's a brat. But she always Most looks to me... Most 13 Yes. But she always looks to me as just like... Why do you like BTS? Like, you can't even speak Korean. Blah, blah, blah. Do you understand what they're saying? I'm that. like, child, I can look on the internet and find the lyrics because some amazing fan out there who's either in Korea mm-hmm. or in the US or somewhere else, it's translating the music as we speak. Like, do you understand how quickly mm-hmm. fans, like, they'll get the song the second it comes out and, and translate, translate it, it within an hour? Mm-hmm. The or translation. You, or even, or even you get, like, the artists who are like, okay, I'm going to release this song in Korean, but jokes on you, I'm also going to release it in English. J Park. <laughs> God 7 did it. God 7 we did it with their comeback for lullaby they did it they did the korean and then they released an english version and a spanish version like they were like triple like triple threat like we got this <laughs> like even um which group it was um card did it card got did seven, it got seven, i already said that um <laughs> bts did it yeah. like uh, super, super junior did right super su- i think no. so no maybe i don't know pause check on that um <laughs> The, uh, I know that, um, NCT 127 did. Oh, yeah, with regular. With regular. Like, the pop of the century, my bank account goes. <laughs> like, honestly, one of the best songs of that concert. And some of these songs, like, they're not just, it's not, it's literally just, like, it's like, you thought I wasn't going to be anything, joke's on you, look at me now. That's exactly what regular and mic drop are. They are. They're just like, hey, mic drop on you, like, joke's on you, you know what I mean? I know, like, it's, it's crazy, even with, um... Uh, it was Super Junior. It was Lo Siento with Leslie Grace. Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was that was a song that was in Spanish and in Korean. And I'm just like, that is so much barrier break. <laughs> oh, my God. I wa- when I, oh, my God. Saw that at KCON last year, and Leslie Grace came out, and I was like, wow. They really did that. Like, like they truly did that. Bring, bring like, a Spanish-language artist to, into a, into a like Korean a- convention, to Korean, to Korea. <laughs> like... And it's like that's breaking so many barriers. And like when it comes, when you go back to like the songs that really mean something, I remember the last by Suga from BTS. Yep. Well, un- under his other yep, yep, yep. stage name, August Augusti. Augusti. That song got me in tears because it was just mm-hmm. talking about his depression and like getting help and just not knowing his way in life. That song connected with me on such a deep level mm-hmm. because it's so many of the feelings that I have mm-hmm. all the time. Definitely. So I'm definitely. just like. Well, um, recently, uh, NCT Dream released that song with Harvey, Don't Need Your Love, and it was, like, he's, like, I mean, he's, like, I think, he, I'm pretty sure he's an American artist, and, like, he went over there and, like, did this whole collab with them, and he, people were, like, almost mocking him for it, like, why what? would you do that, you, like, you, they don't speak English, why would, and he was, like, it's not about the language, it's about the, like, what it means, how you feel when you listen mm-hmm. to it. Like, he gave this whole speech. He's like, these are, like, now my friends for life. Like, exactly. he made close relation, like relationships with these people. And I think there's people are so quick to judge when they can't understand what's being said. Mm-hmm. But then you also have the other hand where people, like, will listen to, like, Spanish music. Oh, and stop. they're like, this is, the, this is it. And I'm like, but you make fun of me for listening to Korean music. Thank you. That is, like, the big point. 
that I have so much because like the people every single okay if you're gonna make fun of me for listening to k-pop listening to korean music korean hip-hop music whatever well korean hip-hop music is where it's at just like it literally is but if you're gonna make fun of me for that and because i can't speak korean i don't want to hear you singing despacito ever <laughs> again you're right like especially if you're gonna say like burrito dorito i'm like stop you're just mocking the language at this point seriously just like just no i don't want to hear it I, like, every single person who like loved i like it by cardi b despacito anything by shakira i want to hear none of it none of it at all because what you're just doing you're just making people feel more marginalized than they already do because a lot of people who listen to k-pop at least in the first it's like the first wave of it yeah we're very marginalized and just like oh, yeah. we're like this we're like this little subgroup of weird people i'm like yeah we are weird but like we're, we're growing f- we're fun and we're growing like we are intense it's oh, yeah. we're actually scary now okay yeah but, but like backtrack we were talking about <laughs> fan culture we're talking about fan culture do you think k-pop in general has made fan culture better or worse I think it depends. Depends on the fandom? Yes. Because, obviously, ARMY has a very bad rap. Oh, they don't yeah. have a good rap whatsoever. We don't. And, like, you obviously, like, don't claim, like, the armies who are, like, okay, we don't hey, everybody, like, we're gonna throw every single artist under the bus. How many times do you go on Twitter and you see an ARMY and an XOL arguing? Or so an ARMY much. and a Blink, or, you know what I mean? Like, they're all throwing each other under the bus because they want to be the, one of the tops, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then ARMY also blames the big three, which is YG... JYP and SM, um, blames the big three for, you know, their success. But in reality, like, to be in a big three, you have to work twice as hard. Exactly. But you have to live up to that name. Actually, even now, I think, I think Big Hit, Big Hit, like, knocked one of the big three down. Knocked out, um, YG, because YG, with all the, with all the scandals, with Mm Sungry. We don't talk about Sungry. We don't talk about (laughs) Sungry. Okay, I don't know about that. But, um, just like, yeah, like, look, fandoms, they can be, like, these great places, but when I see them being toxic nasty to each other nasty online. i've seen so many arguments like like death threats and things i'm just like uh-huh. whoa, whoa, whoa 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 i i i ran across a tweet one day this girl was um she's a big fan of uh, g-friend and a big fan big fan big fan of g-friend and she was like i don't get how um got seven can be invited to this award they're irrelevant da, 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 da. and my first reaction was to snap back because you're not going to attack somebody, like, you know what I mean? And I literally posted a video because they performed in Barclay last year, which is 19,000 seats. And I was like, when your girls finally perform over here in this venue, then you can talk. I was like, don't, like, don't do that. Like, that's not, that's like, not it, sis. There's no room for toxic fans. Because, like, even when we go to, like, K-pop concerts, like... Oh, they're still I, toxic. I mean, like, they can be toxic, but I'll go to Blackpink. And I met a girl who was going to be CBTS in, like, a couple weeks when, mm-hmm. when I was going. So I'm like, okay, so... We can be multi-fandom. Like, I hate the people who are just yeah. like, you, you can't be, be a mul- solo, solo stand. Like, if you if you stand Blackpink, you can't stand BTS, C- or, BTS or, or something. Or I was like, like, I can stand whatever groups I want to stand. Like, like, you see you see my bucket of all my <laughs> albums, and I have so many, I, I stand so many groups. Like, I am a fan of so many different groups and so many different genre, genres and solo artists as well. Not just even just K-pop groups, exactly. but like... Solo is who are killing the game. Like, honestly, Hyunlin is killing it. Oh, Hyuna, like Hyuna, she's Jessie. a queen. She's a queen. Jessie's a queen. CL, love her. Oh, CL, CL needs a recent album. She does. She doesn't release music. I know that. She released um, cut it up. Yep. With um, whoever, whoever the other artist is. I didn't care about the she other. Killing it. <laughs> she killing the she's game. She's still killing it. Park Bomb killing the game. Like you get these, like, 
fandoms who like was like for example when a group disbands mm-hmm. so when two anyone disbanded everyone was like oh there goes like the fandom blackjacks are still there oh, they're still alive we're, we're still killing it like do you, like how many times like i'll go on like a random video and then someone would comment uh blackjacks here like yeah raise your hand if you're a blackjack i'm like yes we are still here like we still support all our girls yeah. like all in their, in their solo individual mm-hmm. activities like it's not just about supporting the group as a whole, but it's supporting, supporting all of them mm-hmm. and on their individual vouchers. Yeah, because even when 21, like, they did all on their separate Instagram channels. All four of them did an Instagram Live mm-hmm. of, like, their 10-year anniversary. It was so like, cute. I cried. Yeah. Because, like, I was just, like, I remember following this group, and then the I going through the, the disbandment. The it still messes me it up. It still that messes song? me up. Goodbye. I can't listen to that song. Same. I have it. I can't listen to it because it makes me cry. Same. But it's just like I got this attachment, and then seeing them, seeing all the girls come together and show that they're still mm-hmm. sisters. Like they, there was never any bad blood. There's no them. animosity like, through nothing, them. Like nothing. They came together and literally just did a whole party saying like, "We love you, Blackjacks." They had a cake saying, ten, yeah. "Happy ten year, happy like birthday 21. And I feel like that's what fandoms need to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Like there doesn't need to be animosity because I think everyone, when Minzy like left the group, everyone like attacked her and everyone was like mm-hmm. against Minzy. But like CL was like. I was just hurt that she left, but, like, I still love her like a sister, like... Exactly, like, but, like, you left because you had a really shitty company, like... YG? YG? Mm-hmm. YG, where's Icon at? Like, give them a comeback! It's YG, give Blackpink a comeback! Give Blackpink an album. We don't need a full album, we not don't... a mini EP! <laughs> With four songs, like, we need or a mini album, I'm sorry, a, a mini, mini album. album. But, no, just... I don't know, that made me mad when they were, like, attacking Minzy for, for that reason, because that's, that's, that's when the toxic fans come in, because mm-hmm. those are the fans where you know you were there to be toxic. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to attack another member for that reason, for just because they wanted to do better for themselves. And they wanted to actually explore the cult, the, like, the music they wanted, because mm-hmm. you can definitely see, like, when Minzy released her individual stuff, her stuff was very different it's versus very different. the rest of, like, versus 2NE1. Like, it was very, like... Her, it was emotional. And yeah, like, hers is like really spiritual. like like almost like dance hall yeah. kind of. But twenty one was like really like techno, except for like their slower songs. No, yeah, come back home. <laughs> Such a good song. Such a good song. Um, but no, like for real, like fandoms are either very good or very toxic. No, do you think they've gotten worse since you know like Twitter I, and stuff has blown up? I think so with the social media aspect, and I think like. For example, BTS coming to the states and everything. You get all these new stands, you get all these new fans, and these new armies who don't really know how to be a fandom. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, okay, in Korea, they're the way they're, they're devoted. They're de- one, they're devoted, but two, they're organized. K fans are very they're yes organized. Like I've seen them literally like the like the fan cafes, the fan clubs that like, you pay memberships to be a part of mm-hmm. those, and they pay those memberships. They're a part of them. They get basically exclusive access to I the artists. Like, one of the biggest differences, though, with, like, K-arm, like K-fans and international fans is K-fans don't usually stray from one group. They're, like, they're one devoid. group, and that's it. Like, they're, like, they are only, like, a fan of, like, um, BTS or GOT7 or, like, Icon or, you know what I mean? They don't really stray to multiple avenues because, yeah. like, they want to boost that group because then yeah. you have the music charts. You have the, you have the mamas. You have the melon music awards you know what i mean like you have so many different things that they have to fight against each other for that is true so whereas like international fans we're just like we're just gonna show love to the group like that's all we really care yeah. about like they I, yeah they korean fans they, they do have like a 
huge like a different responsibility mm-hmm. than what we have because like we're just like we're just gonna obviously that's their home base like yeah. that's their like home territory yeah and they're the ones who actually get like the more like personal interactions with the artists Ugh, they're high, they're freaking fan signs it's all I yeah, want to go to we get none of those we get a high touch you get a high five <laughs> <laughs> they get to sit down and hold your hand and talk to you for 20 minutes exactly like I, what oh, is I, this yeah we're we're not as loved as we want to be I got, I got that with VAV though <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I know, like, at least with, like, earlier groups, like, like, 21's not an earlier group, but, like, 21, Big Bang, when they first started out, like, their oh, fans. Oh, Super Junior? Oh, yeah. Their fans were not that bad, like, in the beginning. Elsa, like, Elsa really calm. Mm-hmm. But then uh, one of the members, when they found out he was either in a relationship or he's getting married, they were like, uh-uh-uh. Oh, and yeah. now he's not in the group. Like, oh, he's yeah. still part of the group, but he's not he's promoting, promoting with them. I see Because that. the fans, like... That's one thing that's like really key is K fans are not about their idols dating. They're yeah. like they're like pl- like no like you're not allowed to you're gonna like you're gonna stay single for the rest of your life. Yeah, like we like, like that's like, how Super Junior is right now. Like we took is like I'm permanently single because I can't date anyone. Okay, but like, what's the difference between that and um, Taeyang from Big Bang getting married? They were all super supportive of that, were yeah. they not? They were like, yes, like we love that. Yeah, like oh, I, think, I think it might be the fandom though, it because VIPs are very like, we're what's up? Nice. We're chill. What up? What's going on? Whereas like elves are like, <laughs> <laughs> even um, what's Pen- what's Pentagon's um, fandom name? Uh, whatever. Pentagon fans. <laughs> they basically they destroyed Edon and Hiana for being oh, yeah. a couple. Well, I'm just like, you basically made him leave his group and for Hiana and Idon to basically be kicked universe. off of their... Universe. Universe. But basically to be kicked off of their, their record label. Yeah, he, like, he was... Let's see, they found out in, what, end of July, beginning of August yeah, that they were like that. dating for, like, four years. And then all of a sudden in October, November, it was like, Edon, Pentagon's Edon will no longer be a part of the group and is leaving Cube because... Something, something, something. He's like, in love and wants to have a normal relationship. Exactly. Kiana didn't even, like, let them kick her out. She was like, peace. That's true. She just left. She was a queen. She was a boss. She was like, gotta go. Gonna be my own human now. Like, let's be real. She was she was the, the thing, like, holding Q up. She was their moneymaker. She might as well have been the CEO. I'm just saying. She, honestly, she's the one who, like, helped CLC, like, gain traction. She's the one giving them the songs. She gave them Hobgoblin. Yeah, and, like, she, she choreographed Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin like, like, I don't know. Ugh. Then anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, aside from our rant, <laughs> just kind of lost track for a minute because we get kind of pa- like as you can see, like this is this is a good thing though because like it shows how passionate we are about these groups. Exactly. And like, like I don't know any of them, but it's just like the amount of work they put. Like the fact that Korean artists they will spend like upwards of ten or more years training before oh, yeah. they ever ever yeah. debut as an artist or as a group. Well, um, Chan, Ben Chan of Stray Kids, mm-hmm. uh, he trained for, I think, when he, because he talked, because when I saw him in concert last month, um, he talked about how he trained for seven years with all these groups, and their groups that already, de- like, that already debuted, got seven, twice, JY, uh, JYP, day six, <laughs> um, he trained with all these groups, and he talked about how heartbreaking it was to see all his friends leave and get to ch- follow their dreams, and he still waits. Right. He's still waiting all these years later. And then, you know, now he has his own team. He has his own songs. He's the producer. He's the composer. You know what I mean? Like, he's fi- he's finally getting to chase his dream, which led him to Newark, New Jersey, to perform in front of all of his right. days. But, it's like, even, like, BTS, like, 
I remember when I was reading like a, a little bit up on like BTS in like the earlier days, mm-hmm. there were so many people that just like trained with BTS. Oh yeah, and, like they never debuted because mm-hmm. like they'll have all these people train and then they'll they'll choose they'll pick and choose the companies will pick and choose who to make a group. You out could of. Have, there could be somebody that trained less than you and they're gonna debut before you do because they see something more in them than they do you. Yeah, because and um, that's sad. It is because that's why. Um, uh, Wuyong and Yosung from a tease. They trained a big hit. They know like the members of TXT. They're friends with the members wow. of TXT. And if I have a feeling, if they had stayed with Big Hit, they, they would have debuted. But they chose to leave and go to KQ, mm-hmm. and now they're in a tease, which like not a bad thing. Love that for them. Uh, love a love a tease. Just saying. Yeah, we love a tease. Love TXT. Love them. But it's like see like now like this random thought sidetrack. Um, we're naming all these groups, and it's like it's not just BTS. It's not just BTS. Like back to our first point, it's not just, it's BTS. Not just BTS. It's BTS. all these groups. Yes. Have we talked about BTS a lot? Yes, but that's because they're so prevalent. They're in so the West. prevalent right now. Like they blew up here so quickly. You can say it to somebody and be like, "Oh, BTS." They'll be like, "Oh yeah, I saw them on the late night show. I saw them on Ellen. I saw them on you know what I Good mean." Good Morning America. Like, like people know BTS mm-hmm. right now, but like they're I want as much as I love BTS. I've gone to two of their concerts. They are my babies. I adore them. I want uh, I want people to know about the other groups. I want Same. people to know CLC. Oh, one girl group that deserves the world, oh CLC. Let's, let's not get into this conversation again, how CLC should be getting all the awards, but Key <laughs> Entertainment doesn't know how to manage them properly. But, oh. Just, and, like, another... So, let's talk about a girl group for a second. Twice. Twice? I love Twice more than anything in life. Um, they were my first girl group that I decided to stand. And they are so popular in Korea and Japan, but they have nothing over here. That's crazy. They're, like, they, like, don't have... So the fact that they're doing a world tour here, everybody was like, finally! But I'm not gonna lie, when I first found out, I was, like, kind of nervous, because I was like, how is their fan base in the, the U.S.? US? Like, because you don't hear about it in the U.S. No. You hear, you hear about Twice so much, like, I've, like, seen, like, overseas fans talk about Twice all, all the, the time. time. Because Korea, they really love, like, the really cutesy groups, yep. and Twice yeah, is very, very Which is why CLC cute. isn't very prevalent, Yeah, because Korea is not the biggest fan of, like... Like groups heavy like techno related, more hip hop ish music. Yeah. Not the biggest fans, but they love the cute bubblegum pop sound of Twice. So it's yep. very popular. But here in the US, we like the more like CLC four yep. minute sound. Yep, yep, yep. So that's why they're popular in the US, but not so much in Korea. Mm-hmm. So like, it, I was really surprised when Twice that they were going out. Of yeah, door. that's like and like granted they only I think they have like two or three stops in the states. But, like, that's still more than I thought they were ever going to exactly. I didn't know if they were ever going to tour. Because I know they went to KCON last year in I L.A. And I was really jealous because I went to KCON New York. And I was like, oh, can't you bring them here instead? But, and well, then we they got were like. We, got, we, we did, did get Red, Red Velvet. Velvet. I also got EXID. So. True. Those are queens right there. Stan XAD, Stan Talent. Just saying. Um, but, like, I think, like. This is a marketing strategy by JYP himself, though. Definitely. Because JYP has twice located mostly in Korea and Japan. He has um, got he has got seven in, like, the international fan mm-hmm. base. Like, they, they, they are internationally known. Like, they don't, they're not very popular in Korea, which I think is complete crap because it's got seven. That's stupid. And they've released nothing but Bob after Bob, I'm just saying. <laughs> and, but then he also has, like, I know right now he's working on a boy group for Taiwan. He's oh, working wow. on a boy group there. He has a boy group in China called Boy Story. They're all very oh, young, I've though. I've seen them. They- They're literally, like, 2004 to 2007. I'm like, those are babies. I literally thought, like, aren't there, like, three? They're children. They're actual children. <laughs> oh, three-year-olds. Three-year-olds. <laughs> like, I thought it was bad when Jisung from NCT was, like, 
born in 2002. I was like, oh my god, he's a child. But I'm like, this child was born in 2007. Like, he's younger than my nephew. <laughs> um, but they, he is working on a strategy, whereas, you know, other companies are just like, ah, I don't care. We're like, just going to put you everywhere. Throw you to get money. <laughs> We're going to try and get you into as many countries as possible. And, like, I think, right, I think big kids being smart because they they dominated they dominated korea and then they just like, and then they're the slowly coming to the u.s and then i guarantee you they're slowly going to move to the uk and they're just going to kind of they're rotate gonna, exactly. <laughs> you know what i mean like they, they basically went from korea and then like they already have a whole record label in japan yep they have like j- full japanese albums yep. like they, they got japan they're fine with they're japan. cool japan they're kind of getting over into hong kong and they're basically just coming to the u.s yep but like the smart thing with, with Big Hit is that they basically they let the fans do the marketing. Yep, we they do literally all the marketing. Big, Big Hit doesn't need to do anything no. at this point. We give them all the free promo. Oh yeah, we do. Like that's we. That's what freaking um uh that's what uh Agassiz are doing for God Seven right now because God Seven had their comeback with Eclipse and JYP Entertainment did nothing. They literally released it. They were like, hey, in two weeks, they're going to have a comeback. <laughs> and then, like, waited till like, the day before the comeback to release all, like, the teasers, like, the teaser fixtures. And then they were like, oh, hey, we're going to have a GOT7 tour. Tickets go on sale in two weeks. And we're like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> and then they literally released the ticket prices and the seating info two days before the tickets went on sale. I'm like, yeah. so I have two days to save up $150. That's what you're telling me right now. Did I still buy a ticket? Yes, because I'm shameless. But it's what <laughs> happens. I have to see all my friends. There, there's part of my identity is I have to see all my friends at the show. Exactly. I know. I just, I just love. Oh, I think that's like the, the pinnacle of our fandoms. Is they're just going to a show. Oh, it's like the highest point. Oh. If you get to see your favorite K-pop group live, it is like nothing you're it's, ever gonna experience it's like in this your life. Euphoric sensation, and you just feel like. You feel like crying because you're overwhelmed with emotions. But you don't want to cry because you don't want to miss anything. <laughs> you don't want to faint because you might miss something. I almost fainted during NCT, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. I had to hold her up. I had my arm around her, lifting her. We were swaying back and forth. It was a great time. It was, it was a great concert Ugh. because, I don't know, just something about it. Is just and it's, like, like, not necessarily always just seeing the group. It's being surrounded by all those other people who also love that group. Exactly. And, like, hearing us all sing along in Korean. Well, trying to at trying. least. Yeah, we try. Some of us can get the pronunciation down, and some of us can do, like, at least, like, three words. Me. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I can get most BTS songs down. I have most of God Seven down. I have all of Twice down. I'm just saying. Yeah, we we know. Yeah. I I've seen you dance to Twice. Woo, many, we're not gonna get into that many, many times. Honestly, if this was a video, we could just do you dancing to Twice. <laughs> there we go. I did it. What you guys video, can see. What it. video even was that? Was that Likey or or or? T- I think I was doing. I think I was doing What Is Love. <laughs> it's not even even close to the choreography, but okay. Listen, don't judge my dancing skills. <laughs> no, because we have danced to Blackpink together. Oh yes, we did before NCT. Before NCT, we went totally different. See that—that's something fun right there. When you go to the shows and people do the random dance plays oh, outside, God, and amazing. it's like you would assume they're just gonna do NCT songs, but no, they're doing Super Junior. They're doing like Boa. They're doing like everyone. It's like a wide variety of music, and it's just like. Okay, not everyone here is just here for NCT. It's like, we're here because we love K-pop. Yeah. Like, here. that's why we're here. And we're here because we're making friends. Like, I've seen people go to these concerts by themselves. And walk out with, like, a whole group of friends. friends. Yep. And then you keep in contact, and you're just friends for years. That's what happened to me and um, Kate when we went to go see Stray Kids. We sat next to these three girls. And the one girl flew from Canada, which I was like, wow, like, love that. People are dedicated. Oh, yeah. She flew from Canada. We ended up, like, I exchanged Instagram with all of them. We talked to each other on Instagram. We, like, we like each other's stuff. Like, we're always like, hey, how are you doing? Like, what's going on? Like it's 
a family and it like is. like I said like that helped me really develop as to who I am exactly help me help me figure out like you know like to be more outgoing mm-hmm. to just like learn more about myself that it's okay to be different yeah, live in the moment man. I guess okay that's not really cliche about be, like it's okay to be different but like it, it is it's something like a lot of people need to hear like it's okay yeah, to be different like I was made fun of fun of for being different when I was growing up but now like, it's like it's celebrated now Exactly. Like, it's, obviously, there's still the few that are, like, still kind of pig-headed, and they're like, no, like, we need to be a, like, specific way. But, no, it's like, you know what? You're different. Good for you. Exactly. Like, heck yeah, man. Exactly. Now, like, you'll have this entire community of people that will love you and cherish you. It's kind of, like, the same with, like, um, kind of the LGBT community. Yeah. And, you know, finding your tribal line, because, you, you know, there are times you can't find come out. Tribe. You okay. can't come out to your families, or you can't come out mm-hmm. in public, but online... You can be this, you can be your true self. Mm-hmm. But then that goes in the whole, like, online identity and, like, your overall identity. But really, online identity is a part of your identity. Oh, yeah. Without because, like, it's just, like, it's a part of who I am that I'm putting online. Mm-hmm. But it's still a part of me. It's still my overall identity. It's just, like, the different aspects, yep. facets of my identity. Yep. So. I definitely I, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, just. I have seen like a couple I don't remember what college it was but there was a college that had like a K-pop like oh. like fan club like a club like and I think that's so amazing because so I think that just shows how much it's growing and like I know like um I think it's uh I think it's UCLA actually has a dance group called the Choreos and like they do K-pop covers of course it's California they, they get all the nice they get all yes the nice they do <laughs> of course they do but they do like a bunch of they do like the dances and everything like the different songs and, like, it's so fun to me because it's not just high schoolers. It's college students. It's, it's college people students. my age. And I think that's one of the misconceptions is they're like, oh, you know, everybody who listens to K-pop is, like, 14 years old. I'm like, nah, I'm nah. 23 and I love K-pop. Yeah. Like, 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 go to a concert. My friend goes to these. You're seeing a wide variety exactly. of ages. My friend goes to these concerts with her mother. Yeah. And, like, her, and her mother is, like, a huge BTS stan. Yeah. Like, her mom is, like... Her mom's bias is gin, like of everything. And of course, it's gin. <laughs> but I don't know. It just like it breaks down barriers. It breaks down like mm-hmm. language barriers, racial barriers, um, age barriers. Like I don't didn't think I would be having something in common with these with women who are like in their fifties. Yeah, same. But I do, and like we can actually talk about it, mm-hmm. and then we can probably talk about other things. Like I don't. It's, it's funny because like some of these people become like like I said become family. Exactly. Like one of my friends, her mom's a huge K-pop fan, and we call her we call her the K-pop mom. Oh, that's adorable. She calls her her she calls us her K kids. Okay, that's adorable. Like, if that's not adorable, I don't know what is. Yeah. But. My family completely doesn't understand my my family doesn't understand my love of K-pop or my love of anime and manga because I go to like anime conventions, conventions yeah. all the time. Yeah. I cosplay, and my parents are just like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> I got really lucky because my parents, like my mom and dad, didn't know what it is. My dad really doesn't care. Like he's like, "Whatever, do what you're gonna do." My mom at first was like, I don't really know what's happening. But then, like, she called me the other day, and she saw um, BTS at one of the uh, one of the award shows. And she, like, told me, she's like, I was really sad they didn't perform. I wanted to listen to their music. And I was like, wow, the fact that you just said that, and it only took three years. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm happy that that just happened. Uh, I remember when BTS, um, they won their first Billboard Music Award. <laughs> it's just a funny story. They won their first Billboard Music Award, like, what, two, three mm-hmm. years ago. And I was in my room, I was, like, screaming, I was having so much fun, like, I was, like, I was already, like, recording the, my TV, because, like, I was, like, my boys are winning an award, an American award, the first K-pop group to ever win an American award. Well, that's actually, a no, whole... That's a whole thing. Well, Psy was the first K-pop artist, but, like, BTS was group. the first group. The group. 
My dad tried to come into my room and tell me to do something, and I literally go, be quiet, BTS is on TV. <laughs> and so ever since that day, my mom knows who BTS is. Yep. She like, I, even now, these are just so many sidetrack conversations I'm having. It's gonna happen. It's fine. It happens. I have like a multi-track mind. Same. When, my, when I drive my mom around in the car, I usually am playing like different music. I'm just playing English music, Spanish music, yeah. Korean music. I'll purposely put on like different like Korean songs for her. And like she'll just be sitting there like, mm-hmm. yep. like just bopping Bop along. Like she'll be humming along and I'm like, <gasps> so now like, I kind of know what songs like she'll kind of yep. listen to. She really like, I think she really likes Know You Be- you know Better by Hyolin. I love that. I think like I was playing that and she was just like bopping and grooving <laughs> along. And I'm like, yes, mother. Yeah. Yes. Come into my world of weirdness. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. Just, it's, it's nice like being able to share that. Like I know when I get on the, in the car with my mom, like she'll let me play whatever I want. She mm-hmm. doesn't really care. Um, well, my mom and, has like, no choice because I'm the driver. I mean, true, but okay. <laughs> um, my, but, like, I played, like, God 7. My mom's like, I really like the song. And I was like, really? And she goes, yeah, I actually really like it. And I was like, I'm glad, mom. She really liked the song Teenager by God 7. Okay. She was like, oh. And that is the door opening to be like, let me play these 20 other songs in a row. And it's so, <laughs> it's honestly such a contrast, though, because when I first got into EXO, I was like, mom, I know all their names. And she was, Molly, I really don't care. But now she's like, oh, like, tell me about them. And I'm like that difference like that that mindset mm-hmm. change like you know i care about this so you want to be you want to like this too because yeah. you know i care like even my mom i don't think she really cares i think she's like so she cares that i like something so she tries to be involved yep. so whenever i'm going to a concert she's like who are you going to see i'm like you don't know who it is and she's like i don't care tell me i'm like nct127 she's like okay and <laughs> that's what happens to everybody though like i'm, like, I'm going to a concert they're like what is it i'm like you don't know who they are and they're like Try me, and I'm like, oh, it's K-pop. And they're like, yeah, I don't know who that is. I was like, ah. <laughs> like I said, Blackpink, my parents were just like, what? Yeah. What's what happened to me in, like, my main office? I was telling, like, the uh, front desk, I was, she was, I was like, I'm going to a concert. She goes, what is it? And I was like, it's a, it's a group called Stray Kids. She's like, who? And I was like, they're a K-pop group. She goes, what's K-pop? And I, like, explained it. She goes, oh, okay. And, like, that was it. Like, that was, like, nothing else. At this point, I'm like, how do you not know what K-pop is? Like, if you don't know what K-pop like, is, like, come on, That man. means you're not on the internet. Like, I'm, I'm honestly surprised my boyfriend knows enough about bts when he literally doesn't go on the internet <laughs> he has like no social media but yet he's somehow he, i don't know it might be because he's korean i don't know Maybe. but it's just, it's just <laughs> senses tingling stop, stop. <laughs> i have stories about him and like just like other korean people oh my god oh my god anyway moving but on. anyway but just like i don't know it's crazy it transcends all bar- barriers well and- like yeah and like talking like talking about the idea of like breaking barriers and moving past all that like stray kids when they released their song mira they did a i believe it's it's a haka dance it's like from like from like new zealand yeah they did one they did like because the two of them are australian yeah right (laughs) they like did like and well everybody was like well you can't do that and like they like learned how to properly do it they learned like they got permission like they went through every single barrier to make sure that they could do this like dance justice right and show appreciation yeah and like it was appreciation of the culture and like okay (sighs) when it comes to appreciation of culture okay this is like a huge topic especially when it comes to our generation who's currently in college and how we are so sensitive ish about cultural appropriation very 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 sensitive about cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. and that is something a lot of like at least people in college now our age Maybe a little younger. Trying to raise awareness about it a They want to raise awareness. Sometimes not the best way possible. Not the best way. They're trying. This is something, cultural appropriation, we are very well aware of it. At least most of us are. Yeah. Very well aware of it, that it has happened in K-pop, and it still is happening with certain Mm -hmm. groups, but others 
other groups have learned mm-hmm. how to like backtrack, apologize, and try to. They do, don't do it again. And they don't do it again. Mama Moo. Mama. Oh, that was bad. That, that was one, bad. That and was they really apologized bad. so many times. They're still apologizing. That happened what three years ago? Yeah, because that, like that was bad. It was. It was not good. Actually, let's give a rundown of that situation. So, basically, they were, I believe they were on a TV show. I think they were appearing in a show. And I think two of the members decided to do blackface. And, like, I'm pretty sure they were told to do it by, like, the company. They are like, you're going to be on the show. You have to do this. And they were just like, okay. And it wasn't, wasn't it to the, like, Bruno Mars? Yeah, they did black, uh, duh, what, Uptown Funk, didn't they? Yeah, it was yeah, Uptown, Uptown Funk. And they did blackface. And everybody freaked out immediately. And they, like... They didn't waste any time in apologizing. And it was immediately like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. Like, we did not mean to offend anybody. Like, and here we are. That was in 2015. Here we are, 2019. They're still They're apologizing. Still for People it. are still going after them for it. And it's like... Because it's also because because of, like, you know, once something's on the internet, it's there forever. It's there forever. There are new people, fans, whatever, just discovering that. And they're like, oh, I like this group. And then they Looks find that out. And there's like, oh, down, burn in hellfire. Yeah. Where I think it's original. I think it's like the older fans that are like, okay, we're over. Like we're not over it, but like we'll move on. We'll start anew. Where it's like the newer fans that come in that are like, ah! <laughs> like this isn't okay. And it's like that happened in twenty fifteen. It's like yes, it was never okay. And it's none never going to be okay. None of us okay. are saying it's okay. It's never going to be okay. But we're just like we're in the set mindset of they know what they did. They learned what they did. They learned the reasons behind why, why? and they came forward and said. We're sorry. We're sorry. We learned the reasons why, and they gave like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. If, if people can come forth, especially in K-pop, if they can come forth, come from a completely different culture, mm-hmm. saying I learned about this other culture, and now I know why what I did was wrong, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to teach others not to do that same thing, like BTS. Yep. They had those problems in the past too mm-hmm. with cultural appropriation, yes. but they 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 learned more about it, and now they are actually like advocates for yeah. learning how learning to respect others' cultures. Yeah, definitely. So. I think there's, like, this whole culture, like, of canceling oh, as cancel well. Oh, cancel culture. The whole cancel culture, which drives me up a wall, like, no tomorrow. Because it's I like, know. they did this one thing, okay, we're canceling them. I'm like, why? Can we find out why they did it first? But they also like to pick and choose who they're going to mm-hmm. cancel. Like, if you're going to cancel one person, you can't cancel, cancel everyone. everyone. Because, like, um, Chan from Stray Kids did braid similar to what Suga had back mm-hmm. in, like, 2013. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everyone was canceling Chan, can't but nothing, no one canceled, no one canceled sugar. sugar for doing it. It's like you can't pick your battles. You, can't you need to, if you're going to cancel one person, you got to cancel you everybody who does it. Exactly. Because, like, no, like, there wasn't any issue when Lisa did the braids for um, Blackpink's comeback for Kill This Love. That is true. I think I wasn't even paying attention to her hair. Nobody had, and nobody, like, people were, like, kind of like, huh, but nobody said anything. No one said anything. But then Chan does the same thing for their comeback, and it's like, ah, cancel him. It's like, but why? Exactly. Like, if you want to get into the whole braids thing, honestly, if someone understands you know, the history behind it, respects it, yeah. um, is willing to teach others, he, understands it, I don't give a damn if you want to. They were it. doing a stage for a hip-hop song, so he was doing it to a credit for the hip-hop is what he was doing. And there's also the thing is nobody realizes they have stylists. They don't make their decisions. Exactly. That's another thing. A lot of times they're, they're not the ones who are doing the stylists. Their stylist is like, hey, I'm going to do your hair. And they're like, okay. Exactly. But then again... <laughs> Uh, just me just being shady um they can they get a style who actually knows how to do cornrows yeah they don't know how to do those they don't know how to do those i'm like if you if you actually want to do this actually get a get a get a good get a get a good, good, good hairstylist hair that actually knows how to do a cornrow that's something that's just a straighten hair <laughs> actually i don't even need to straighten the hair <laughs> stop <laughs> i wish i had i wish i had their hair i don't i like i do hair. i do not <laughs> i love my curly hair do you see this 
Girl, do you see? Do you see like my hair? Like Shh, you're, it's beautiful. <laughs> and your hair is beautiful too. Ah! Moving on. Next. <laughs> next. Uh, what did I have next? I don't know. We just kind. I think we really just spent. <laughs> How long did we just spend here? We don't want that. Fifty-one minutes talking about how K-pop has helped us emotionally, spiritually, developmentally, yes. developmentally, and also just like about the groups themselves. Like, yes, I think in the end game, what I want people to get out of this is K-pop is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's made me into the outspoken happy-go-lucky love-to-live-life person that mm-hmm. I am and it also gave me the courage to be chasing my dreams exactly like it gave me gave me friends mm-hmm. um helped me just learn how to just be be my extra self Definitely. be my best live my best extra best life way. because I'm just like there were so many k-pop songs about just like not caring what others think of you and just living life and just having fun especially like bts's early songs oh. when they're just like like down with the establishment oh my gosh <laughs> those entire no. those entire two first albums is like just down with the establishment no more dream no <laughs> that's a look stop let's not get let's not get into their j-hope with the mask ah. it's a look look it up but especially like those albums like they just made me, made me feel like fearless. Like I think music, yeah. music in general, can make you just feel like good. It's empowerment. It's empowerment. Like, and like I just feel like Korean music, they have like a better variety than like oh, Western definitely. music. Because like uh, let's be honest here, like how if we go through my Spotify, how many American songs you're gonna find? Same. Like there's like, still a lot. Like I still love me some Britney, oh, some yeah. Christina, you know, some Jay Z, all that. I still love all my artists. Love me some pop punk music. Just saying. Oh. I've gone to like three Panic Disco concerts. Oh, all right, yeah. girl. But need a warp tour. <laughs> <laughs> like I go through all these things when like my favorite songs listen to are all K-pop songs because like I connect with them a little yeah, bit more. Like definitely, there, definitely, there's definitely. some songs I still like. Uh, there's still a lot of English songs I still connect with, but like my K-pop songs, like it's a whole I, other. It's a whole other thing because like Cause I you have a, you have connections through it. Exactly. Like, you have those people. You have those moments where you think about that song. And it's like. I remember seeing that in concert. I remember sitting in my car and hearing that for the first time. Exactly. Like, every time I listen to a song, I, th- I literally can tell you when I first heard I can, it. Yeah. When I, I first listened to it, when I first saw the music video, when I, you know what I mean? Like, it's such... Like, I can literally remember, like, I can remember, like, honestly, anytime I listen to, like, literally any NCT songs, I just think of me and you at that concert. At the concert, yeah. Just, like, living our best lives. Having I, Honestly, that was probably the most fun I've ever had in a oh, concert. Cute. Not because we were both being, we were being so we freaking were, obnoxious. We were literally, like, screaming Everyone and crying. Every time Johnny showed up on the stage, and, I was like... Anytime Young did anything, I was uh, just, like, dying. Jungwoo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little baby. Um, What's up? Mark Lee. Mark Lee. That's Mark Lee. <laughs> um no like it's just it's more than what people think it is and i really think that people can learn from it i did i remember my under my in my undergrad i did a presentation for my english class and we were talking about like japanese culture and everything like that and i was like can i do a presentation on j-pop which is japanese pop music versus k-pop and she goes go for it so i did and I talked about like baby metal, which <laughs> baby metal, oh, um, baby metal. Oh my god, that's a that's a look. It's a look. I talked about them, and I talked about uh, One Okay Rock, which is a rock band, which is really good. Highly recommend. Um, 
and then I talked about like the difference between them and K-pop and like how they're both like searching different markets and how like J-pop is very cutesy and like bright colorful like <laughs> you know what I mean like fairies yeah <laughs> and then like K-pop is like sometimes harder messages like yeah. intense messages intense messages that a lot of times get censored on Korean they radio they do they, they get censored super censored like I mean BTS songs have gotten censored all of them. All of them get censored. <laughs> um, Jay Park. <laughs> Jay Park. All of his stuff. His stuff doesn't even play on the radio because it just needs to be censored. <laughs> the entire song is just like a beep. <laughs> um, no. you, you won't hear any of um, Sugar's, uh, his. Oh, no. Name. You will never hear it on You will never um, hear it on the radio. Radio. He talks about way too much dark stuff for that. Yeah. But like, it's real and I love it. But same. also, actually, I since you mentioned like a presentation, in my undergrad, I did a presentation in my, what, what it was like intercultural communications class. Mm-hmm. I did a whole presentation on Korean business etiquette. Wow! Based off of me liking K-pop, so that that like literally influenced like a lot of mm-hmm. projects I did were influenced off of me like learning about Korean culture. Like not only did I learn about K-pop, I learned something about Korean culture. Yeah. So not only that, like it opens you up to different cultures. Like, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because Korean culture is definitely it, different it's than us. So different. Like it's so like the the like not ranking but like how you address somebody who's older how somebody's younger than you like yeah, the honorifics thank you uh, like and even like even how you eat like it's like it's a whole like so the like, oldest has to eat first and then everyone else can eat exactly like and like you can't um you can't drink facing like someone who's, who's older than you have to like turn away and cover your mouth at the same time it's, it's like ah. it's like a whole proper thing and it's just like we, we look at them we're just like what the it's hell respect. is going on it's, they are respect. such a respect driven society and it's, like, that's something I kind of, like, admire at the same time. Yeah. At the same, like, sometimes I'm, like, I could never do that. But then yeah. at the same time, with some like, people wow. who don't really deserve your respect, uh, give get, give respect to get respect. YG. <laughs> YG. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. YG, get it together. Literally. Stop being jerks to all your artists. Literally. And SM. And SM. Let them out of the basement. <laughs> I have not heard about them. Let FX out of the basement now. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I miss FX so much. All I see is Amber and Luna doing random stuff. Did you see they showed up to Crystal, or I think think it was Crystal. Crystal and Amber showed up to Luna's um, uh, mini concert that she was having. Oh, my God. And they, like, they they were doing All Mine. She was performing All Mine, and they all came out on stage, and they were, like, singing with her. The only one wasn't there was Victoria, but I think Victoria is in China right now doing something. But, But it was so cute. That's amazing. But yes, bring back FX. They have been, how long have they been on hiatus? Like, literally? Five years? Since, like, 2015, because that's, I think that's when Four Walls came out. Was it 2015 or 2016? It's been, like, four years. How are you just going to go that long without giving them a comeback? Oh, P.S., when we say comeback, that just means they're coming out with, like, a new single or new album. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean the same thing in the U.S., because U.S. means, like, a comeback means you're coming back after not doing stuff for years. Like, but, like, this is, like... Couple months, couple months, maybe a year, maybe, maybe a, a year. maybe a week. Yeah. Stray kids, maybe a week, maybe a week, <laughs> twice, maybe a couple days. Yeah, twice is another. Some some groups come back so quick. Like yeah. twice was spitting out a song every other month. Honestly, like they were just like BTS comes back quick. BTS has they took a decent break after DNA. I know they took like a nice like couple like couple months, <sighs> and then, then they were just they, like, <laughs> and then they were like, hey, we're here, <laughs> and we're here. <laughs> Oh, gosh. 
But yeah, like, I really think, like, if people gave K-pop a chance and didn't just judge it automatically because of what they don't understand, I think it would be so much, it like, more prevalent. so much prevalent. This stuff could be taught in college. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. Look, if we can have classes on Beyonce, Batman, uh, other random stuff, I have random? seen them. I have, I have lived, I took a class on video games in I my undergrad. I took a class on Batman, so... Exactly, so if we can have those classes, give me a... a like A, a Korean, K- Korean culture, culture class. class. Yes. Because they do Hispanic... I, do, I took a Hispanic culture class. Give me a Korean culture class. Because mm-hmm. that would be so fascinating to me. Exactly, and like, just like non-Western cultures. And like not... Like understanding how not to appropriate a culture. Like... <laughs> All right, so our audio recording ended without us realizing it, and we just kept talking, but you did not miss much of anything. Uh, just thank you so much for listening to our first podcast. We hope to keep making these in the future, and we will hope to make some new connections through this. Talk to you next time.